This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. You know it better is Freddie and Harry. Got my man Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. This, uh, I'm going to tell you another reason in a couple of seconds. Here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Series XM Channel 80, as well as tune in why this show needs to be simulcast based on the comedic styles of Harry Douglas. Now, for those who can't see the show, at a certain point you will. We do like a little, like when we do like the good times roll, that's like kind of a choreographed movement that we have. Harry takes it to the extreme. That is thoroughly entertaining, and it almost made Devin Kane spit out his soda, made Shannon Penn, our producer, almost fall out, and I almost fell out as well to see Harry Douglas with that Because I, I love it so much, Freddie. Like, it puts me in this glorious mood, like I'm happy. And then when I finally got the hand gestures down to uh-huh. the song, right. I, I, I got even more more excited about it. So, man, like, it's just, I don't know, like, that. you brought something, man, that, that I can vibe with, Freddie. Amen. And I'm already a high-energized and exciting human being. That just gets me more energized at the top of each hour when I hear that song to, like, you know what? Yeah. Let mm-hmm. the good times roll, baby. Yes, we, we, we need your energy. As Jets fans, Harry's not a Jets fan, but I am. <laughs> we need that energy after what happened last night. By the way, quick aside when it comes to that, even without Aaron Rodgers, it was the most watched NFL Monday night game since ESPN took over the franchise in 2006. Wow. Even without Aaron Rodgers, that game last night between the Jets and the Bills, the most watched Monday night football game since ESPN ABC took over the franchise back in 2006. But we know the story in the NFL glory is Aaron Rodgers being out for 2023. He is not going to be back. Robert Sala, the Jets head coach, when he spoke to the media, he talked about being heartbroken for Aaron Rodgers, but now it's Zach Wilson's time. I feel more for Aaron than anyone. I, he's invested so much into this organization, so much into this journey that he's he's embarked on and, and wanting to be a part of uh, what we've got going here and uh, and how much he's invested in not only this organization, but his teammates, himself, this fan base, the city. I have uh, a lot of emotions for him. Uh, as for us, it doesn't... Um, I, I it. it it's really all about him. It is. I, I don't look at it like woe is me here for the organization. I think I think guys are excited about being able to step up and continue the things that we've been building. But a lot of hurt for Aaron. We are going to look through some things, but but I do want to make it very clear. Uh, Zach's our quarterback. We got a lot of faith in Zach. We're really excited about his opportunity. But we're, we're rolling with Zach and um, and excited for this. Uh, excited for him and like I said, this opportunity that he's going to get. And, Freddie, I will say this. uh, As far as the heartbreak, I understand what Coach Sala is talking about, right? Watching his facial expression um, and and, and him not even imagining that things could go this sour in in reference to Aaron Rodgers going down with the Achilles injury on the fourth play of the game. Mm -hmm. So you've seen that in his body language on his face. you also seen the disbelief and the players that he coached on their team because Aaron Rodgers is their leader. He brought that new energy over to this football team. They felt like they had the guy to go up against a Patrick Mahomes, to go up against a Josh Allen, to go up against a Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, a Justin Herbert, these young phenoms in the AFC conference. But then also, I think it was heartbreak across the viewership. And what you just mentioned, it was the most watched game of Monday Night Football, right? It's people who probably didn't even like Aaron Rodgers. They were heartbroken and felt some type of way because they didn't want to see it end like this. See this season be, you know, stomped like this for this Jets organization from a quarterback perspective and their expectations, right? right. No doubt. And I know it's that. a long season and anything can happen. No doubt. But 
you believe you got Aaron Rodgers, you believe you have an opportunity to contend for the Lombardi Trophy. So I think everyone in the country, everyone around the world that was watching this football game felt devastated. Now, fast forward to a guy like Zach Wilson. That's why I think veterans are very important, Freddie, in the National Football League and why I think football teams need to stop trying to get rid of these veterans so these young players can learn from them, right? Under the tutelage of, of an Aaron Rodgers, you got Zach Wilson understanding uh, how to be a pro, right. how to be a quarterback in this league, mm-hmm. the do's and don'ts. You even see it in his body language and the way he throws the football now more. That touchdown that he threw to Gail Wilson, even though it was a terrible ball, that was the, <laughs> that was the play. In the preseason, why was it a terrible that you ball? See, oh my God, it was so far inside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my goodness, it was horrible. But Garrett Wilson made an amazing play. But give the guy a chance. But it was the same play in the preseason, the, the last game that we seen Aaron Rodgers throw to Garrett Wilson for for a touchdown. Right? It was a run to the right called. But Garrett Wilson under learning under Aaron Rodgers, seeing what he sees on the football field. This is my opportunity. My my number one target is one on one. Let me give him a chance. Right. And being able to see that visual from Aaron Rodgers in preseason uh, played a part, in my opinion. I don't care if people would admit it or not to to Zach Wilson, seeing that on the football field in that game and saying Garrett Wilson's one on one. Let me give him my opportunity. Okay, one of the things about that, what you just said, it all comes down to what kind of support you're getting from your dudes. And if you're not feeling that love, then you should worry about where's my place. Aaron Rodgers went a long way, a long way to making sure that Zach Wilson could be reestablished and have that support of the New York Jets. I mean, check out what Garrett Wilson had to say on Barton Hahn on 98.7 ESPN in New York about do the Jets need another quarterback? He says, y'all better stop with that. I don't, man. I'm confident in what we got in the facility. Whatever, you know, upstairs wants to do, you know, that's above my pay grade. You know, we we don't get uh, tapped in with that info too much. But, you know, we're confident in Zach, man. I know how I feel about it. Zach and Ball, for him, it's getting those reps, you know, and it's hard to it's hard to take those steps and, and get better if, you, if you're not playing, man. And I think you see that all the time. You know, the only way to get better at this sport is be out there playing football, you know, or have someone like Aaron that if you ain't going to play, you know, you're you're learning from but in but in Zach's case man he's he can ball bro and uh it's really just getting those reps that's how I feel about it especially after last night man he rallied us and we won the game and at the end of the day that's that's what this league's all about you know find a way to win and, and um Zach did that last night so with all that being said everybody is fully on board Zach Wilson the head coach Robert Sala said Zach Wilson's our guy you just heard Garrett Wilson saying hey that's my Wilson brother right there we're riding with him Where exactly are the Jets, in your opinion, in the AFC with Aaron Rodgers being out? Still got those bunch of filthy McNasties on defense. We know what they can do. We know they got talent on the outside. Brees Hall being back, Dalvin Cook, that offensive line is so they can run block after one game better than they can pass block. With all that, but that question still a quarterback, where do they stand in the AFC, in your opinion, Harry? They still have an opportunity to potentially make the playoffs, but... We talking about winning a playoff game and going further. I don't see it because once you get to that part of the season, now it's about your quarterback play. And and I understand that the Jets went and got Aaron Rodgers to also make the playoffs, but not just make the playoffs. Yes. To contend for a Super Bowl. To like I just mentioned, go up against those other phenomenal quarterbacks. Now, when you look at it, you say, Okay, we're gonna put Zach Wilson up against Patrick Mahomes. Okay, well, I'm going to take Mahomes, even with the phenomenal defense that the Jets have, because at some point within that ball game, I'm going to need that quarterback to make a play. Right. And 
do people have that trust in Zach Wilson right now? I, I can't sit up here and say I do. If you're going against the Cincinnati Bengals and, and, and Joe Burrow, and I understand what we've seen from him in week one, but at that point where it's going to be playoff time, do you trust Zach Wilson to go toe-to-toe with Joe Burrow if it occurs that way? No, I don't, right? So I don't see it happening in that manner with them making a playoff run, a deep playoff run with Zach Wilson being their quarterback, but they still have the potential to make the playoffs. Yeah, Caesar Sportsbook has the Jets Super Bowl odds to move from 16-1 to to 35-1. to By the Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Join the talk anytime you want to triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Your, jaws, your thoughts, excuse me, on the New York Jets. Where do they stand? Not just the AFC East. But in the AFC, Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. You brought up about trust in Zach Wilson and that having that trust in him to make plays. I want to see exactly what kind of trust Zach Wilson has in himself. Because it's wonderful that you were able to go out there and rally the troops. And Garrett Wilson said, that's our dog. But did he really rally the troops, though? That defense. Harry, I hear what you're saying. Defense and special teams. I get it. I hear what you're saying. But based on previous events, he rallied the New York Jets because we had not seen that. Zach Wilson had the best game in his NFL life, and it was pedestrian at best. But it was exactly what they needed last night because after that interception, and Sam Pierce, one of our guys behind the scenes, said if that happened last year, he would have been in a fetal position when it comes to Zach Wilson. He didn't go in a fetal position. He stood tall and owned it, said, you know, I got to be better than that. And Garrett Wilson said, yeah, we know you're going to be better than that. We got your back. We got your support. So – Maybe he doesn't have to worry about trust factor and he when it comes some, to his some team. big third down throws, he, too. He, he did. did. And he, he got outside the pocket a little bit, make a couple of throws. I want to see what kind of trust Zach Wilson has in himself because any great player never has a lack of faith in himself. I don't care what sport it is. And you've been around these guys. They Bingo. always believe at, at a given time, I got to be that blankety-blank dude out there. I'm not saying Zach Wilson has to be that, but I want to see how much trust and faith Zach Wilson has it himself because that team is letting him know we got your back. I want to see what kind of Zach Wilson, if he can have his own back when the Jets really need it right now in 2020. I say confidence as well, right? Trust, confidence, those things go hand in hand with one another, right? Yeah. Uh, are you confident enough to make certain throws where a window might be tight? Uh, I do like some of the things I've seen from Zach Wilson also in the preseason and some of the things I've seen last night. When things weren't there, when he was playing in the preseason, he didn't force it. When it was third and long Absolutely. situations, I seen him throw the football away. And it was I, 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 read it, I wrote it in my notes, Freddie, during the preseason uh, games that, okay, he's learning the nuances of – I won't say the nuances. He's learning the little things about the game that could take him to a different level from the quarterback position. When previously last year and the year before that, I would see him force things and try to be a hero. With that defense that they have uh, for the New York Jets – you don't have to play hero ball. Right. Your job is to not mess it up, Zach Wilson. Now, when Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, your job is to be you mm-hmm. when it's time to play like an MVP, play like an MVP, take us to the promised land if you have to do that. Yeah. Right? Zach Wilson, yeah. your job is not mess it up. Right. And if he does that, they can still be a 10-win team. I yep. still got them third in the AFC East. I got them right now not making the playoffs in the AFC. But if Zach Wilson can have trust in himself and make that work, then maybe, just maybe, the Jets could be better than we think. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and progressive.com. Puts it to the corner and it's caught! 
Tyreek Hill, touchdown! Who else can you beat in a game? My gosh, again, what a throw by Tua. Bro, Tua's a baller, bro. I've been saying this since last year. Like, he definitely showed it today. All of a sudden, 48 hours ago, it could have been a three-headed monster in the AFC. 48 hours later, all of a sudden people talk about the Dolphins being more of that team than the Jets or the Buffalo Bills. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. So the Dolphins, according to the odds, they become that team to beat in the AFC East. Harry, I don't know if I'm going that tree just yet. Maybe I have too much blind faith in Josh Allen <laughs> that he's not going to be DOI definition of insanity. Josh Allen, based on what I saw last night, what I've seen over the last year or so, especially last year when he had a chance to be that dude and get the Bills higher up in the hierarchy to be, get to the Super Bowl at the AFC and it didn't happen. I maybe have too much faith in believing that he's going to figure that out. But things have gotten a lot more intriguing, especially to talking about if he can stay healthy and those dudes on the outside can do what we saw at least somewhat what they did week one, the way they were able to put up that 36-burger and be the Los Angeles Chargers on the road. Yeah, when I look at the AFC East now, and my pick was Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Now, with Aaron Rodgers hurt, I am going with the Miami Dolphins. Uh, when okay. you look at a guy like Tua Tagovailoa, man, what he was able to do and the precision and the the anticipation throwing the football to not just Tyree Kill but everyone else on that offense – I it can't I can't ignore that over 466 yards and three touchdowns and one interception and the funniest thing about watching their game this weekend is that on their first drive they were down in a tight red zone and it was like a fumble snap and I went back to preseason mm-hmm. when the same thing kind of happened he threw an interception versus the Houston Texans Absolutely. and they came right back and started balling out I looked I, look, I, I reviewed the game I believe it was the Baltimore. Um, Ravens game last year when things didn't start out great. Oh, yeah. Tua had, you know, the mindset uh, in which, you know, a lot of his teammates, his head coach, Mike McDaniel, uh, also Tyreek Hill, had built him up enough to the point to where it didn't bother him, and he still came back and found the way to get the job done. And to see the the season start off like that with the fumble snap, yeah, things could have derailed. But he didn't. He just came back and led them to a touchdown drive and then eventually had over 450 yards passing and looking like he is the best thing since sliced bread. (laughs) So I just think they have an opportunity, the Miami Dolphins, that is, if Tua Tunga Valoa could stay healthy this entire season. You can't count this team up. I don't think there's any division right now where you have intrigue at every quarterback in that division when it comes to AFC East. Jets are Aaron Rodgers. What is this going to look like? Now that's Zach Wilson's time again. Josh Allen. Are we going to see Josh Allen continue to be that kind of Superman but make those kind of foolish mental miscue plays that can put his team in a bad position and cost them a ball game? You got the New England Patriots. All right, has Mac Jones gotten the guy he needs? And Bill O'Brien's the offensive coordinator. And will Bill Belichick get out of the way? And you mentioned Tua Tungabailoa with that Miami Dolphins team. If he can stay healthy... That will be a very, very scary offense. Not could be. Not Freddie, are they. They will be a very scary offense. offense. They will be. be. Because it, I don't think the run game even scratched the surface yet. But not understanding game one, if you're going to be Brandon mm-hmm. Staley, who's a defensive-minded coach, and you're signing off on your defensive coordinator, and yeah. you're involved in the defense that, okay, guys, let's go out here versus Tyreek Hill and this <laughs> four-by-one track team, and we're going to play my man coverage. Yeah, speaking of definition of insanity. <laughs> very questionable, in my opinion. Let me throw that out there. You're being Whoever, kind. <laughs> whoever decided that that was going to be the defensive game plan 
for the Los Angeles Chargers, <laughs> unbelievable. Let's just play man coverage versus the fastest team, and that's football. Like, terrible. Right. But, like, moving forward, if teams decide that they want to play two high safeties, right, a shell defense, and you got to run the football, now the challenge is for Mike McDaniel to stay committed to that run game right. and let that run game be efficient and then open up the pass game. Because so far uh, within last year and also the first game, it's been the pass game opening up other things versus the other way around. I think this offense and this team can hit, you know, different strides and a high and higher strides, I should say, from an offensive standpoint if that run game gets going. Ryan in Florida wants to weigh in on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio at triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Ryan and Flo Ryder, what you got, my friend? Go Hello? ahead, go ahead, Ryan. Go ahead, man. We're here for you. Oh, no, my name's Mike. I mean, they must put me all wrong. I'm Mike from Staten Island. Sorry about I that. I wanted to say, um, no problem. I just wanted to say, uh, no one's really talking about for the Jets the potential. I wanted to see your opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Possibly signing an emergency Carson Wentz. Would that be, in your opinion, would that be a good idea? Or possibly Nick Foles, a guy who's been there, done that, even though he hasn't had a good stretch the past few years, but he does have the experience to get them possibly over the hump until next year at least. I'd rather Nick Foles over Carson Wentz any day because that's going to be a guy that I'll trust a lot more than Carson Wentz. I just don't think Carson Wentz mentally and physically can play in the National Football League because I think he's been he he's been beaten down to be fair. But he's also <laughs> beaten himself down by being by being having a case of big headitis. That's what got him out of Washington. He's been what, Freddie? He's been beaten down. And he's beaten down himself. He, he's winced himself. Carson is Carson himself. And he's cost himself oh. a chance to be, yeah, I know, he's cost himself a chance to be a guy that can be a guy that you look at and say, if we bring him in as a backup quarterback, is that going to be good for our locker room? That's you the do thing not right want to have that question about a guy like that. That's the thing, in my opinion, because everywhere Carson Wentz has been, it hasn't been good stories about him as a locker room guy. So why would I bring him in to my organization when I know that's the rap on him, when I had a little issue with that when it came to Zach Wilson last year, and right now Zach Wilson is in a good spot. So I don't want any negative or potential negativity um, inside of my locker room, inside of my quarterback room at the moment when we're trying to overcome a tragedy that happened to Aaron Rodgers on Monday Night Football. The last thing you need is a guy like Jeff George. Google that for those who don't know, because I Harry knows exactly what I'm talking about. When I mentioned that, he started smiling. Oh, you don't want that brother in your locker room. Just Google Jeff George NFL. And by the way, this public service message from Freddie Coleman and Harry Douglas. Tracy in Pennsylvania, my friend, what you got? Yeah, um, I watched your quarterback for the Jets go down last night due to injury. Mm-hmm. I watched Josh Allen and the Bills look like garbage. Everybody knows the Patriots ain't got enough people. But when you go talk about Miami, you always get Tua Tungabaloa, can he stay healthy? Does anybody remember a guy named Don Beebe? Yes, we do. Six concussions in one year. They put him in a concussion helmet, played several more years without a concussion. Tua's in the concussion helmet this year. He put on 25, maybe more pounds of muscle. I mean... Can we drop the if he stays healthy? No, no, we, we, can't no we can't. Stop that. No, we can't no. until we actually see for seventeen games. Yeah, exactly. Even two us talk about that, saying I get the questions, but until I play a full schedule in the NFL, those questions are always going to be out there. Tua said that himself in the preseason. Uh, and can, let me say this too, Freddie. Like, 
It's not like we want to come in here on radio or get on TV and say, you know, if Tua can stay healthy. Hell, we want Tua to stay healthy. Absolutely. I want to see what it looks like with him playing a full season with Tyreek Hill and that offense and that four-by-one track team that they have. Mm -hmm. I don't want to come up here and say that when I'm talking about the Miami Dolphins, but it's also reality, and I think we wouldn't be doing our job if we didn't mention Tua and his concussion issues that that he's had throughout his career. Because believe me, if you think that we're talking about I guarantee the Dolphins are still concerned about it. Yep. They can try to put any kind of precaution in the offseason with the helmet that Tua Tungavailoa has, but there's still a wait and see or crossing of the fingers when it comes to the Dolphins because they know when he's right, everything's going to be good. Mm-hmm. If that question is out there and all of a sudden he answers that question by not staying healthy, then they're back to square one. Then they got to make a big decision about what they're going to do in the future if they can rely on that guy. And also, Freddie, it's the thing that – it's the part that – Anything can happen at any given time. Absolutely. All it takes is the wrong hit or the wrong fall, and then you're right back to square one again. No doubt about that. Exactly. We're, we're not just saying. We're just saying. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. More of your calls on the Jets and where they stand in the AFC. What does the AFC look like? If it involves Miami, Kansas City, we can't wait to hear from you at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. You're also going to find out who said that the New York Jets have a better shot with Zach Wilson of winning a Super Bowl then the Buffalo Bills. And will that person still have a job on Wednesday? That's next on ESPN Radio's Freddie and Harry. Lower Hemmers. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Is it a good take? That's good. Great. Or a hot take? How hot? Red hot. Find out now. You get a chance to do that. We want you to be you in about 10 minutes. Give or take a lie or two. Your call's on the AFC. Where did the Jets stand? Where did the Bills stand? Are the Miami Dolphins the scariest team in the AFC? We have a chance to hear what you have to say on Freddie and Harry with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776 on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. Tune in until your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. You got a case of the giggles today on this Tuesday. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
<laughs> so I already told y'all like how, how close me and Devin Kane are, right? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think everybody knows that by now. The thing, so, I, the thing is, have you told Devin Kane? <laughs> Devin knows. Trust me, Devin knows. Devin knows. So De- Devin says in my ear, what, "What's this group called, Freddie? What's the name of it? Nirvana." Nirvana. Nirvana. He said, "What do you know about Nirvana, bro?" <laughs> That's not <laughs> so, how Devin said that. I swear. <laughs> It, I know it was Devin. because I'm, I can see you. I, told you, I, I, told you. I, I can see Harry on my on my screen through the right. Zoom. Uh-huh. And he, I see him bobbing his head like he's enjoying this. Exactly, he, 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 it's a good song. It's Nirvana. It's, it's a, a great groove. But Let's I know. go get a doobie, bro. <laughs> 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 you you a fool, man. You see, <laughs> good lord. Listen, because when we play a song, I know when Harry's really into the song because right. you can see him bobbing and right. all that stuff. Uh-huh. This is when he's kind of like trying to figure it out, and I'm like, yeah, I was, Come I, on, I just feel it, bro. Just see, feel it, bro. It was like, just feel it, bro. What do you know about Nirvana, bro? <laughs> So, what do you know about that doobie that's waiting on you, bro? It's like the worst reality show of Beavis and Butthead for the 90s. Fire, fire, fire. Doobie, 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 fire, fire. I know it's going to come back to haunt me doing that right now as far as that goes. Let's do a little good take versus hot take because our co-workers are really good people of ours. But yet, sometimes they'll say something, we'll say to ourselves, really, really? We start with Chris Carlin. Canty versus Joe host Monday through Friday from noon to three. Now he may not be part of this show tomorrow based on what he said on Tuesday about the Jets having a better chance to go to the Super Bowl than the Buffalo Bills. Figure out why you're running around and you're still throwing it into double coverage all the way downfield where your guy has just no chance of catching the football. None. The Jets and I firmly believe this. Uh-oh. The Jets have a better chance to win the Super Bowl right now than the Buffalo Bills did. Oh, Lord. That was Carlin versus Joe. I don't oh. So I even ask the question, good take, a hot take, just flow. This is for everyone listening. Y'all can't see me right now, but I'm holding up a clear jar. And the reason why I'm holding up this clear jar because people who normally make moonshine, this is the kind of jar they put it in. <laughs> what moonshine was Chris Carlin drinking when he made that statement? I have no idea. None. I wish hot, I could help you. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Can we say it's a hot take? More like what the what the name of all that is holy take? Scorching hot take. Yeah, <laughs> man, I, if it happens, then he can say he'll look like a genius. Facts. If it doesn't happen, he may no longer be employed in twenty twenty four. Here, part of ESPN Radio. Moonshine, do it to the best. Exactly. Of the world. I mean, put it'll put hair on your chest and have you howl at the moon. Meanwhile, speaking of the New York Jets, Mike Tannenbaum used to work for the Jets and the Dolphins. Now he's part of ESPN NFL front office insider fame. He was on Sportsmanlike with Evan Cohen, Chris Canty, and Michelle Smallman this morning, and he said, "If you're the New York Jets and you need a backup quarterback." nobody's off the table, including... If I'm Joe Douglas, the, the results of the game, I can't impact in the box, but I'm on the phone calling Tom Brady, Matt Ryan. I'm calling all of them, and I got to know what my options are. Now, I think Tom, the way he's constituted, I just don't think he'd ever play for the Jets. But boy, would I try. Every option is on the table. How can it not be? You have a good team, and I would certainly have that conversation. Now, do I think it's going to happen? No, but you have a responsibility to look at every single possibility. Is that a good take or a hot take? Yeah, that's a good take. I think it would be irresponsible of Woody Johnson and also uh, Joe Douglas if they did not explore every option. And I understand that you don't want to be in this situation right now if you're Joe Douglas in the, in the New York Jets, but you have to explore all options. Mike T has been in a general manager seat uh, for numerous of years, and he, he understands that. He's been through it. So I think uh, – 
the responsible thing to do is to explore any and everything that could possibly happen in this situation. Yeah, what you said is a good take because you're the New York Jets and you kept telling everybody you were a quarterback away and you brought in a guy that's not going to be that quarterback and you're hoping that the future learns from the present and learn from the past that can be a stopgap or whatever that's going to be this year before Aaron Rodgers comes back in 2024. But you can't just let him go out there without having a quality backup, especially a veteran backup. Nobody should be off the table unless it's Carson Wentz for the New York Jets to help out their quarterback situation in New York when it comes to Zach Wilson. Speaking of quarterbacks, a former team of Aaron Rodgers, David Bakhtiari, he still plays with the Green Bay Packers as a left tackle. He saw his bro, his former teammate, get injured last night on a turf that many people wondered about at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. When he was on the Rich Eisen show, he says the NFL better do something about this. It sucks. No one enjoys playing on it. Everyone's too scared to talk about it. NFL, just be better, do something, be an advocate for us and help us out. I mean, you guys are the ones who keep wanting to construct these stadiums and look at football for its origin. We played on grass in, in rainy days, in snow, in mud. It's fun. It's supposed to be meant to be on grass. Let's not get away from that because I feel like we are starting to get away from it. And then eventually you're going to wake up. They're going to, it's going to wake up a monster that they don't want to deal with and I think right now I think it's a smart thing to do just address it quit ignoring it and address it now because if not it's going to get bigger and bigger is it a good take or a hot take with David Bakhtiari well I think what he said what we talked about earlier him blaming Aaron Rodgers in, in uh, injury yeah. on the turf I, I thought that was a hot take this actually you know when it comes to NFL players playing on grass more so than they are turf mm-hmm. that's a good take in my opinion um, I Love to play on grass. When I started having a lot of injuries, when I went to Tennessee, I love the grass that we that we played on. So uh, it's this is a good take in my opinion. Here's why it's a hot take, David Bakhtiari. You, you're a big something, so I should not be telling you what to do or how to feel. <laughs> I would not want to meet you in person to tell you this, <laughs> but if I had to, I will. And he chucked beers too. Exactly. Well, he he looks like he can chuck humans. Let's put it that way. <laughs> as big as he is, David Bakhtiari. You know how the NFL goes, bro. So many of these owners own the stadiums that you play in. They are not interested in your health and well-being. You are nope. chattel to them, period. I don't care if it's David Bakhtiari. I don't care if it's Aaron Rodgers. I don't care if it's the water boy. They make way too much money in those stadiums to worry about if grass is going to be conducive to players. NFL owners have never worried about the welfare of players. If they did, Every stadium would be grass, and they would not even have any concern about trying to make more money, more money, more money. But they're billionaires for a reason. They're in the art of making money and having other people make that money for them, whether it's concerts, state fairs, and NFL players. You can say that this is going to wake up a monster. I've heard that before from NFL players, and it has not wakened any kind of monster because players do want to get paid and do not want to miss paychecks. That's why I believe that that is a hot take. It is Good Take Hot Take with Freddie Coleman and Harry Douglas on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Let's move to college football. Everybody feeling good about Texas. People in Alabama thinking it's going to be a terrible season. We might only go 11-2. and two. But Peter Burns, ESPN host, part of the SEC Network, part of the best week ever. He said this could be the year that not an SEC team makes the college football playoff? SEC is always going to get the amount of respect. Obviously, they've won 13 of the last 17 titles. But with the way that they're failing right now against ranked Power 5 schools, you could it would not be a shock to me if you looked at this and you saw there were four teams in college football playoff. 
and not a single one of them was from the SEC. Ooh. And that's crazy to think about You're right. with the dominance that they've had over that sport. And I think it, it is a trickling-down effect of name, image, and likeness. I think it's a trickle-down effect of the transfer portal. Some of the guys that say, you know what, I don't want to be the second-string, third-string guy here. I want to play right here, right now. And I think that talent is starting to filter out. And that's great, honestly, for the game of college football. Good take, a hot take from Peter Burns. I'm going to go hot take. Um, when I look at LSU, right, who lost the first game to Florida State, and even though that's one loss, it's not a loss in the SEC. And let's just say they can go run the table and win the SEC and beat Georgia. And then also you have a Georgia who goes undefeated. And let's just say that close loss to LSU in the SEC championship game, it, um, excuse me, that loss is a close loss. Right. Then they can make an argument for actually two teams mm-hmm. getting into it because I picked Florida State to be in the Final Four. So if LSU wins the SEC and then their only loss is to a team that has uh, in, in the position to make the college football playoffs, I think they would would get in. Also, I don't see Georgia losing this season. I think if they were to have a loss, I think it would be in the college football playoffs. So, I, I, th- this is a hot take for me. It's a hot take because apparently Peter Burns has forgotten who's Georgia's playing before December or November. A.K.A. Noah Body. That's who they're playing. It's only yeah. one team regular season-wise, and that's Tennessee, and I don't, I don't think Tennessee's yeah. going to beat them. Yeah, they're playing CYOU, Directional State University, but even in the SEC play. Yep. They're going to get at least one team, and that team is going to be Georgia. Last but not least, back in the NFL, Charlie Weiss, who had a chance to be a part of four Super Bowl championship teams in New England Patriots. He was on countdown to kickoff. Robert Kraft, the Patriots owner, let it be known that he's not going to stand for another season of not getting to the playoffs. Could we see Bill Belichick being done after this year if that happens? Charlie Weiss said. I think that Mr. Kraft's patience is probably wearing a little bit thin. But if you just look on paper and you look at the four rosters, you'd put them forth. If you just look at rosters. And if that's the way this plays out and the team doesn't make the playoffs, it won't shock me if Mayo is the head coach next year. It won't shock me. I think that Bill should be leaving on his own terms. But... He doesn't own the team, and the owner has the right to, to, to do what he wants. And since Tommy left, they really haven't done anything. So I think that there's some added pressure going into this year for the Patriot football team. Good take, a hot take. What Charlie Weiss had to say about Belichick in this year. Ooh, um, I'm going to go a hot take. I think Bill Belichick is going to leave the New England Patriots on his terms. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go a hot take. Here's why I'm, I'm going to say it's a good take because he had a Freudian slip and said Bill Belichick would go. I mean, he, he would leave on his own terms. He had a Freudian slip. You only have a Freudian slip like that. That means you talk to somebody close to that organization or close to Bill Belichick that could give you reason to say he may be tired of this and want to move on because he specifically named Gerard Mayo as a guy that, succeed, that could succeed Bill Belichick. In the words of Brian Windhorst, why would he do something like that? <laughs> why would Charlie Weiss bring up Gerard Mayo's name just out of the blue? There may be a little smoke to that if Bill Belichick decides that 2023 could be it if the pages don't make the playoffs again in 2023. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for being a part of Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Don't forget about us on TuneIn and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. So what do you think the Jets should do when it comes to back a quarterback? Is it really, really a case of Josh Allen of Buffalo Bills doing too much that could affect the Buffalo Bills? We can't wait to hear from you at triple eight say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Your calls are next on ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. First step to the 10, to the 5, touchdown! 
He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And don't forget about us by telling your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Binks and has something for you, Harry Douglas, on Twitter at hdouglas 83 Thanks for hitting us up. Binks and says you had a sideline reporter and you did a great job with the XFL. You covered the XFL on the radio show with Jason Fitz. Bing Sam wants to know, what do you think about the Jets bringing in a guy like from the XFL as a star quarterback like A.J. McCarron or Ben DiNucci to be a competent backup if the Jets truly want to roll with Zach Wilson with Aaron Rodgers being injured? No, I think that would be a good idea. Now, I think whoever they decide to go with, it doesn't have to be any one of those guys, but if they see a quarterback that was in the XFL that they feel like fits their system and what they do, um, I, I think it would be a decent thing to visit or to actually take in and try to see if you want to do that as an organization. Uh, A.J. McCarron, he played very well in the XFL for the Seattle um, Battlehawks. And also, mm-hmm. when you look at Ben DiNucci with the Seattle sea, Gra- sea Dragons, he had a good season as well. I covered uh, both of those quarterbacks in a lot of their games. And I think that's one thing when you when you look at you know the XFL and it, can kind of be an extension of the NFL. We had a couple of players that, you know, NFL coaches sit down to the XFL so they can actually get some extra work in and they can work on some of the things that these coaches thought they needed to get better at uh, from, from an offensive or defensive standpoint. So, uh, And then some of them are, were, were already in training camp. I know Ben right. DiNucci, I can't remember who Ben was in training camp with, but he was in training camp with someone, and those guys are going to always be in shape because the XFL is going to be starting up soon. And by the way, if you're the New York Jets, nobody, practically nobody should be off the table if you want yep. to make sure that Zach Wills has a competent backup, no matter exactly who that team is going to be, who that player is going to be, if they work out a trade and not to give big assets. We will wait and see exactly how they make that work. Your thoughts on the Jets and where they stand in the AFC right now with no Aaron Rodgers in 2023. What about Josh Allen? What's going on here with the Buffalo Bills? What about the AFC, like a team like the Miami Dolphins? Can't wait to hear from you at triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Wesley in Orlando, my friend, what you got? Man, I feel like the Dolphins is really Super Bowl, like, ready right now because, like, I mean, I didn't want Aaron Rodgers to go out. Like, that's very, that's really a tragedy. Like, I wanted to honestly beat him, like, okay. and okay. to prove it that it's like, like he's here. But, like, I mean, it is what it is, and like, they're not the team that, with Rodgers. You get I me? Mean, they're a different team. Just know that, like, on offense, and then that just makes it wide open. And then Josh Allen doing that on Monday night. Uh, come on, man. <laughs> Freddie, here's the funny thing about Wesley. So uh-huh. both sides, of, like from my, my dad's side and my mom's side, every, yeah. everyone's from Florida. Right. I was actually born in Florida, but I moved to Atlanta when I was four. Okay. So based on the way Wesley talks, right. if we wouldn't have had Orlando up there, I would have knew exactly where Wesley, Wesley oh, really? was from. I would have said, hey, I know you from Florida from the way you talking right now. But it brings up a good point, though. When, when you Absolutely. look at what we've seen from the, uh, from the Buffalo Bills last night and Josh Allen, and do I think you know the Bills are just going to go in a tank? No, they're still going to be a team, to, uh, a force to be reckoned with within the AFC East, and I also believe the AFC Conference. Right. But you look at the Miami Dolphins, and, and if Tua can stay healthy, yes, I'm going to continue to say it because that's just me doing my job, but also – 
if Vic Vangio can get this defense to play in a brand of football that we are accustomed to seeing from his style of defenses, you talk about, you know, the guys that they have on that defensive line and Kristen Wilkins and Raekwon Davis and Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb, who they traded for last year and got from the Denver Broncos. And then at some point you're going to get Jalen Ramsey back. They can really, 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 really unlock some things and also give that offense extra possessions by forcing uh, sack fumbles and getting interceptions on the back end. Can you imagine that four-by-one track team with yeah. extra possessions because that defense mm-hmm. is turning the whatever offense they're going going against over, over, and over, and over again? Oh, yeah, yeah it, it would be insane if that could be the case with the Miami Dolphins. Joe, in Arizona, my friend, what do you got to say on Freddie and Harry? Yeah, we can hear you. We got you, Joe. I love the show. And let me preface this by saying I'm a Philly fan, so I would not choose Nick Foles or Carson Wentz at all if I was the Jets. <laughs> and I've been hearing, I've been hearing about uh, Philip Rivers even. And then don't Tom Brady have like a part, partial ownership of the Vegas, like the Raiders, so yes. he can't go back to being quarterback. Right. But nobody said my boy Cam Newton. Where's Cam Newton? How y'all feel about that? I, I tell you what, I, I, I would not mind that, but that ship has sailed. And what the Jets do offensively, Joe, in Arizona, that's a lot of precision in that offense, Harry. Cam Newton does not fit what the Jets really need, even as a backup quarterback in that offense. Yeah, I feel the same way. The Cam, that's the homie. We're both from the south side of Atlanta, man. So uh, nothing against him as a person or a player, but I just don't think the fit uh, meets you know the Jets offensively and what they want to do. Well, the Jets have said they're going to stand pat with Zach Wilson. What does that really mean for that organization and not just in 2023? He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for being a part of Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and SiriusXM Channel 80. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on SiriusXM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast.